Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, we delve into the imminent and complex challenge facing the International Space Station or the ISS. For over two decades, the ISS has been a symbol of international cooperation and scientific advancement in low Earth orbit. However, the time has come to plan for its decommissioning, a task that NASA is currently undertaking. Now, the goal is to safely guide the ISS back into Earth's atmosphere, where it will ultimately disintegrate a process expected to cost nearly a billion dollars. And this undertaking not only involves intricate aerospace engineering, but also navigates sensitive international diplomatic waters. The ISS, primarily a product of American and Russian collaboration, has been a constant in space since the late 1990s, outliving its planned lifespan of about 15 years. And the station's position in low Earth orbit means it can't remain there indefinitely without regular maintenance, it would eventually fall back down towards Earth. Options like moving it to a higher orbit or leaving it as a space museum are impractical or they're hazardous. And the preferred method of decommissioning involves a controlled re-entry, ideally crashing it into a remote part of the Pacific Ocean. This process is complex due to the station's size, its irregular shape, and the unpredictable nature of Earth's atmosphere. And amidst these technical challenges, the geopolitical landscape also plays a significant role, especially considering the strained relations between the U.S. and Russia, which could impact the availability and coordination of necessary resources like Russian progress vehicles. Now, the ISS's decommissioning presents a multifaceted problem. It's in low Earth orbit. The station is subject to atmospheric drag, gradually losing altitude over time. Regular boosts from Russian progress cargo vehicles have so far maintained this orbit. However, the station cannot stay in low Earth orbit indefinitely due to how massive it is and the risk it poses as potential space debris. Leaving it abandoned in a higher orbit is not a viable option either, given the cost and the risk associated with such a maneuver. It would eventually fall back down to Earth as well due to the gravity of the Earth pulling it in. And decommissioning the ISS involves intricately planned steps. After a period of natural orbital decay, a custom-built vehicle would attach to the station, initiating a controlled descent. The objective is to minimize time in the lower Earth atmosphere to prevent wide dispersion of debris and ensure a precise crash location in the South Pacific. This task is complicated by the station's large size, a weird irregular shape, and the variability of Earth's atmosphere. The geopolitical context adds another layer of complexity. Historically, the ISS has been a joint venture between U.S. and Russia, with contributions from Canada, Japan, and Europe. However, strained U.S.-Russian relations, particularly in the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, have cast doubt on the availability of Russian resources for the ISS's decommissioning. This uncertainty has led NASA to consider American alternatives, despite the higher costs involved. The potential use of Russian progress vehicles for a controlled deorbit has been a topic of discussion but remains uncertain due to coordination challenges and recent incidents involving Russian-built hardware. These incidents have raised concerns about the reliability of Russian spaceflight capabilities, and NASA's solicitation for commercial proposals for a new deorbit vehicle underscores the need for a reliable and independent American solution. The decision on how to proceed with the ISS's decommission will have far-reaching implications, affecting not just U.S.-Russia relations, but also other international partnerships integral to the ISS. The end of the ISS era opens the door to new discussions about future space collaborations, 
including those with emerging space powers like China. And as the world prepares for the ISS's eventual decommissioning and deorbiting, the event will be a spectacle, marking a significant and emotional moment in space exploration history. And the decommissioning could happen as soon as 2035, you know, but they might push it back a little bit further, 2040 to 2045, if NASA and Russia can agree on a plan to decommission the orbiting space station. And remember, there are private space stations that could possibly take place of some of the parts of the International Space Station. Companies like Axiom Space are working on private space stations and parts for the current space station that will be used in the near future. Now, Axiom Space Station could come online within the next five to 10 years, so that could be a good indication of what could happen to the International Space Station. If they put this private station up, then they could decommission the International Space Station and kind of move everything that's important from the space station that we know right now, the one that we know and love, the International Space Station, move that over towards the Axiom Space Station and pay rent there? That might be a good option. So that's it for today's episode, everybody. Remember to hit the subscribe or the follow button on whatever podcast platform you're listening on right now to stay tuned with our space flight discussions. It's free. Takes just a moment. Get caught up with the latest in space flight news. Please take care of yourselves and each other, and I will see you tomorrow.